0: This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So, I recently posted on my Instagram page at Karen Hunter Show this video that I reposted from To Be Black is Lit. It is a video of a lion uh, coming up on two, uh, what looks like gazelles, fighting. And the caption is, as long as we're fighting our own, we won't see the real enemy. Now So when you look at the video, and it's pretty scary, you don't see the lion, right? So they're gazelles, they're fighting, their horns are locked, they're going in circles, they're fighting, they're fighting. Um, there's another pack of gazelles like far away. You see that pack take off, and then in the far distance, in the far distance, you see something coming. You see it coming. You see it coming. These gazelle are still deep in the throes of their fight, their horns are locked, and before they know it, the lion has pounced on one of them, and he's barbecue chicken, or barbecue gazelle, toast! It is a powerful image, you have to see the video, because it's something about watching this, because if you're really watching it, and it's not even a whole full minute, you get to understand the distractions that we find ourselves in quite frequently beyond the fighting let's take the fighting off the table how many of you are so focused on things that have no value in your life whatsoever you know the notifications that are on your phone telling you about the latest update of the coronavirus or uh the latest uh gossip that's happening from the from one of these websites right and you get go down a rabbit hole or you get on youtube and you go down a rabbit hole and there were 10 things that you wanted to get done today and before you know it, we've already talked about the amount of energy. That's energy that you're expending. The energy that it takes for you to go down rabbit holes of nonsense, and I say it's nonsense because even if you pick up a gym here or there, that wasn't what you set forth to do that day. You had a list of 10 things you wanted to get done. What I'm sure on, among your 10 items was not to go down a rabbit hole on YouTube following the Illuminati, I'm positive. And if that was, then hopefully you're doing a documentary on it and it's research. But if it's not, you have to ask yourself as you go from one video to the next to the next and as 10 minutes, one minute turns into 10, turns into an hour, what am I doing? So let's take it to fighting, you know? And fights come in so many different forms. And I've I've recently, like every day, I'm kind of reminded like the work that we do on the radio and the work that I'm doing off the radio Uh, is very specific to growing something is very specific to building and setting forth blueprints and putting out breadcrumbs and making sure that there are plans laid for people to follow like long after I'm gone I would like there to be blueprints and plans that people can go oh this is how you build a house oh this is how you start a business oh this is how you start a movement oh this is how you sustain a movement you know because we've done the work and it's not rooted in anything egocentric right so I think about that, but then I get distracted by nonsense. I, I, I swear I felt like I spent a full week talking about Snoop Dogg and Gail. I swear I do. And I'm, I'm like, what do we gain from that? What was gained? Okay, we, we got some visceral responses. I can't stand Gail. I, can't, I think Snoop was out of control, blah, blah, blah. We had the conversation. And, and I had to question myself as I was having the conversation. Like, what value is it bringing? So I justified it by saying, well, I'm going to teach us the rules of engagement and how we communicate. But I, wasn't, I, don't, felt like, I, don't, I don't feel like I made a dent in anybody's mind. <laughs> so that was a complete waste of damn time. I don't think anybody who thought that Snoop was right, after listening to our conversation, felt that he was wrong. Felt that he should have apologized. As a matter of fact, people were doubling down. He shouldn't have even apologized. He should have stayed with the funky dog-headed bitch thing and kept going. I was like, yo, what are we doing? I'm watching us fight over politics. People who are supposedly on the same side of right people who all believe we should have health care that's affordable, who all believe we shouldn't be saddled with student loan debt, who all believe that the environment matters, that we should have somebody that cares about the environment because we're not going to be around much longer if we don't pay attention to it. We all agree. Yet somehow there's such a nasty, just toxic way in which we're communicating from one candidate to the next, even though they pretty much all agree with the same thing and they all aren't Trump, but yet, we've drawn lines in the sand. And it's ugly, and it's counterproductive, and more importantly, I think, it's not even counterproductive, it's destructive. So as I watch that video, how many of you are locking horns with an ideal, or locking horns with somebody in your family, or locking horns with somebody out in the world, a stranger on the internet, stranger on social media, and spending time, wasting time, fighting, over what exactly? I'm watching this. And as we're doing this, there's a lion creeping. And I, and I was studying because um, back in the day, I used to be part of this church. You know, one of the most powerful sermons I ever heard was about this, about the lion, because the lion never sleeps. The lion actually spends a lot of time in the daytime watching its prey. You got to think about the diligence of that. Okay. I'm hungry. I see my prey. I know I'm fast as hell. The gazelle may be faster, maybe, the zebra's not. I could probably eat that zebra, but I gotta be sure, because I may only have one shot at getting the zebra, this wildebeest, I probably can't take the wildebeest, but yet the lion chills in the grass, watching, studying its prey. It'll wait until nighttime. Now, male lions tend to travel by themselves, so they kind of have to do that reconnaissance. The female lions travel in prides. They, they travel in packs, and they cooperate. And the female lions will communicate, okay, you take the left flank, I'll take the right flank, I'm gonna come, you come down the middle, the three of us, we'll surround this group of gazelles, we'll come away with three or four, because we're fast, and we're working together as a unit, and they work together, together, together as a unit. And as a matter of fact, most of the lion kills are done by the women done by the females, because they do work so well together. But there's a strategy. And if we're talking race, which is a made-up construct, but which predominates our systems, right? It is ever-present. I said something on the radio. I'm sure it made people cringe. And I was like, all the candidates, so every white candidate, so-called white candidate, is racist. And people are like, ooh, boo, hoo. And I'm like, they can't help it. It's baked in. The black candidates are too. Racism is baked into the system of America, it's baked into the flag, it is, in, it is taught in the schools, it is in our corporate system, it is in the, the workplace, blue collar, white, it doesn't matter, it's systemic, it's not personal, and the more we move away from this notion of clinging to something that doesn't exist, but also clinging to these notions of superiority because that's really what it is and who deserves it and who doesn't who should be in the in this place and who shouldn't who who is valuable and who is not and i'm going to do a couple of podcasts on that as well because you know as i'm building these systems i'm realizing how ill equipped people are to accept power when it shows up in these bodies you know and they accept power when it shows up in a comfortable black way I'm going to talk about that in another podcast because I, I I definitely don't make people comfortable. But yet I'm figuring out how to navigate these spaces, showing up as my full self and daring them to do anything about it. But that's another podcast for another day. I need people to be vigilant. I need us to be vigilant. I need us to stop fighting. And when you find yourself in quarrel, in disagreement, in discourse with somebody, ask yourself the Sonia Sanchez question that hopefully you got from Dr. Greg Carr last week, which is, is it going to free us? Is this a pathway to freedom? Am I going to be free after this? And if the answer is no, shut it down immediately. Say, you know what, brother, sister, whoever you're fighting with, let's just put a pause, a pen in this. I don't want to fight with you. Believe what you believe. Do what you want to do. I'm not, going to, I'm not here to convince you. If you want to know something different, we can have a discourse or a question and answer later. But this is not productive, and it's not going to free either one of us. So go in peace. God bless you. And move on. Family member workplace, (laughs) political, you know, discourse that you get in in an elevator or someplace with somebody. Let's not fight. And as people who consider themselves black in America or anywhere in the world, because I now know I'm being listened to outside of America, which is really cool. What's the goal? We can't continue to fight one another. You know, when we talk about checking black on the senses, I'm not stripping you of your heritage and your culture and, We're saying something. This is a power play. They have created a system that is designed to keep people on the bottom. The only way to break that system is from within. Check black. Check black and put the resources in the community and that shifts and changes the whole paradigm. They'll have to have another system because that one's no longer working if we do what we're supposed to do, but they're counting on us doing exactly what we do all the time. Uh, I'm not checking black. I am Puerto Rican. I'm Dominican. I'm, I'm white. I'm white. I speak Spanish. I'm what, you know, they count on that because they've been studying. They've been studying in the high grass for how many years have they been studying and, and jumping on the prey all the way, all along. But here's the thing. This, this lion, this enemy understands who we are. They watch us. And they are so happy when we're fighting because while we're fighting, who is American descendant of slaves and who is from another country and who deserves reparation? While we're fighting over a check that's not even here, guess what's happening? Well, if we're talking politically and people don't even see this, the enemy knows how to walk in lockstep because they have a plan. I had this conversation and I'm gonna keep having it. You know I went to Africa, right? <laughs> And uh, that's my running joke. It's okay. Um, But I kept asking this question, like, how did this happen? How did 400 years of slavery, how did this beautiful continent of beautiful people get colonized by everybody? I mean, even the Belgium came in. I mean, really? Even King Leopold built an empire on Africa, on the Congo. And I said, the conclusion I arrived at was they were busy fighting. While the enemy figured out, oh, we need, to, we need to watch these people. Oh, they're nice. These are nice people. They live in abundance. They're good. Good, nice people. Okay, how do we? Okay, let's watch them. Oh, we'll just come in this tribe against this tribe. Put them against each other. I'm going to give you something and not give you something and tell you that's why they don't have it. And we're going to come in. And in France, you take that country and they're going to be speaking French. And England, oh, Great Britain, we are the kings of everything. You're going to take this country, this country, this country. Okay. Oh, Belgian, you want this? Okay. Here's the Congo for you. Oh, oh, these Dutch people. Okay. Here, you take uh, Rhodesia and you'll take, you know, this. And little by little, chip, 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 an entire continent of resources from diamond to gold to lobsters to silver to, to the thing in your cell phone that only comes from africa divvied up china's there now and you say how does that happen because you don't see yourself as one this white thing that's what's so powerful about it at any point in time more different people can come into this whiteness this made-up construct come on up oh, you're not italian you're white you're not irish you're white up oh, argentina you're white you're white up oh, Dominican, come on in, come on in, we'll do Latino, and then when we feel like it, you're you'll be brown, but for now, come over here because then you're not black. And as long as you're not black, then you're not. If you're not black, then we can exploit the black people. see how that works? While we're locking horns, further dividing ourselves. A D-O-S. Oh, I'm I'm this, you're not, so you're not as valid black. You're not black, you're not black enough. Oh, you married a white person, you're not black. We're starting, they're sitting there in the grass. And you know what's really interesting about lions, not only do they hunt with the women together collectively, they study to pray, they'll wait till dark when, you're not, when you can't see, but their roar, their roar can be heard from five miles out. And the roar isn't a cry like I was talking about the Ashanti drums, it's not that, it's not to send messages. The roar literally is to paralyze with fear. That roar is so powerful that as I'm running up on you, the lion, as the lion is running up on you, it will let out that roar. And even if you're a fast ass gazelle, you are paralyzed like a deer in headlights just paralyzed. And as the lion is stalking you, 30, 40 yards away, they'll creep up on you and get close enough and let out that roar. The animal will just stop in his tracks, paralyzed with fear. I witnessed recently somebody get trapped in a situation. And the roar happened. The roar, the social media cancellation, the fear of losing your job and position, all the, what are people saying about me? It's noise! It's the roar! And if we can ignore the roar, we'd have so much more to accomplish but we get paralyzed in that are they going to take my job are they going to are they going to cancel me am i going to am i going to lose followers am i going to what's going to happen do i have enough money to live what am i going to lose everything ignore the roar the roar is meant to paralyze you i tend to stay off of social media when it gets hot <laughs> because it's, it's, it's just noise and then the next thing will come and then it goes away and then before you know it you're like what was I upset about why well, was that a thing but how much time sleep did you miss how much time did you what what cortisol cortisols did you release in your body to create disease what kind of stress what kind of things happened in your body while you were going through that the enemy's counting on that sometimes the enemy is you all right so I'm gonna say that too Actually, most of the time, the enemy is you, because that's really what I'm talking about. If you got time to fight, then you definitely pray. <laughs> You're definitely subject to pray. You're subject to the roar of the lion. Uh, how about not even being there in the purview, in the crosshairs? How about us not even being out there, being too busy working, building, that there's no no way that the enemy can even come near us? And that's my goal. And the enemy's a metaphor, so y'all figure it out. Or maybe it could be a real thing. I don't know. But I want to just drop that on you because as I was sitting and processing everything that I'm watching go on in the world right now, particularly in this political climate that we're in right now, I need us to be vigilant, pay attention, ignore the roar, not fight. And if we get in a space where we feel like we need to, because sometimes it does feel good to get into a just good old nasty Twitter fight back away, you're not gaining anything. Trust me, you're not. And instead of fighting, Put that time and energy into building something for yourself. What are the 10 things you want to get done today? Go back to your list and get busy. All right, let me know what you think. Follow me on Twitter. My handle is at Karen Hunter. Also, share this podcast with anybody that you think needs to hear it. And, of course, go to my YouTube channel where I'm going to be doing some things. That's where I'm building right now. So it's at Karen Hunter Show. Check it out and share that as well. Put the thumbs up on it if you like it. I appreciate you. Until next time.